0: hi and welcome to the box box brothers podcast i just wanted to give you a little disclaimer we were having trouble with our audio earlier and we still recorded but just so you know there will be some reverb throughout the episode so apologize up front but without further ado enjoy the show I'm Brett, and we are the Box Box Brothers Podcast. Nicholas, we've taken an extended summer break on oh God, our podcast. <laughs> we have, we're we trying to get back into it, and then we've just run into some technical difficulties. I was traveling, coming back from Australia. You were doing your own thing. We just said uh, our schedules <laughs> didn't align. But we are, we're back, baby. Back, back for the Singapore Grand Prix 2. Two reasons the after the, the there's break ended.
1: Yeah, I guess you could say we're back. Yeah, yeah, we're back. We're, we're in the same room finally. Not looking at you over Zoom.
0: No, so. pretty it, nice. Pretty nice. It feels good to be back in the same same location, and it just feels different doing a podcast here than over Zoom. Mm-hmm. Even though Zoom's been pretty good for us, uh, even the like even though it has been, it's, it's been, been good, good to. Just, just have, have something, something to record with that's uh, see your different. pretty face.
1: I can't go over like being in here having a conversation with you. Like this feels a lot weirder than doing it over
0: Zoom. Yeah, what's the biggest difference from doing it in person versus on Zoom right now? Because this is our first one that we've been back for.
1: Yeah, I have to stare
0: at you. Yeah.
1: Podcast.
0: Well, get get used to it. You can't just and virtualize or not look at the screen but oh, we no. we were in singapore this week you want to just get right into it sure let's get into okay. it okay there's a couple of big talking points that i want to get to today uh one liam lawson and just that alfatari mm. um max verstappen and red bull and the mercs almost making a rundown and then we can talk about ferrari as well so out of those uh four topics ferrari red Bull, Merc, and AlphaTari, Which one do you want to start out with today?
1: Let's get started with qualifying. Liam Lawson
0: knocking out the Max Verstappen.
1: Yeah, pretty pretty interesting thing. Mm -hmm. You know, the Red Bull just didn't have the pace this weekend. They they did they messed with their underfloor a little bit, but
0: yeah. Do you think those technical regulations were the or the their Achilles heel this week and the flexi floors?
1: I don't think so. I think they were trying to do something new to just distract more out of their car Mm -hmm. but it just it just didn't end up working for them and i mean sometimes that happens i mean you know porsche is not perfect Mm -hmm. i mean no no one's perfect 100 percent of the time yeah so i mean and then a race to having a complete year where you just don't have a flub race is like unheard of Mm -hmm. and but both both red bull still finished within the top 10 max came in fifth so it wasn't like a complete disaster it was for red bull's dominance for say winning 11 or 12 or just
0: yeah this would have been their 11th race in a row
1: yeah just winning just crazy amounts of races mm-hmm. in a row it's just i mean they've been the only team to win all season so i mean when you're on a field with competitive cars and everyone's like making advancements i mean it's not too crazy to see another team win a race Mm -hmm. i mean but the fall off that they had from this weekend compared to every other weekend was very drastic
0: yeah very drastic and they had they were kind of hedging their bets at the beginning of the week because they had come in and said oh this might not be our week singapore doesn't really suit our car that much they did have a chance to win the constructors championship and drivers i believe but they'll most likely do that in Suzuka. Like you mentioned, everyone has started to develop their car more mm-hmm. and Red Bull just hasn't had to do that. So they've been putting more resources to their 2024 behemoth of a car that will probably be as dominant, if not more dominant than <laughs> than this one. Um, but yeah, it, it was surprising to see just Red Bull not at the top. And I think during the race when I was watching Red Bull, yeah, it was... I know everyone's like everyone's been or I've heard and seen a lot that people are upset with the Red Bull dominance and like how good they've been and they want to see other people at the top like Ferrari or Mercedes. Um I missed seeing Verstappen. And you, you did? Off. Yeah. Why? I I wanted to I wanted to see excellence. I wanted to see him take 11 or I wanted Red Bull to or this would have been Max's eleventh winner, yeah. I wanted to see him make history yesterday,
1: well, he made he made history morning. already with ten,
0: yeah. I wanted to see him extend that history with eleven and, and just put it out
1: of reach of anyone ever again, yes, imagine winning
0: like every single race in a year. It'd be like the like go two thousand eight patriots. There's just no one could beat you.
1: like that's just so like mind boggling cuz Cause Ser- cuz cause Sergio Sergio got it. <clears throat> he has two race wins, right, this year?
0: Yeah, Sergio has two.
1: So, just imagine like without those two and it just was all Max and Max went like 18. Just insane to think about just this scale and we probably won't see this like level of dominance again. Yeah,
0: I wanted the perfect I wanted the perfect season, Nick. I wanted the Red Bull to go 23 and 0 this year 22 and 0 however many races that there there are i wanted to see them sweep the the calendar because that would have been i we wouldn't that's what the season would have turned into is instead of being like oh is red bull like it's not fun to watch red bull anymore it's are they about to set a perfect record in formula one which is unheard of and probably would be impossible to do again
1: yeah 100 percent, and like as you go on and you just you watch everything that happens like from this race on, it's all gonna be anticlimactic because you're gonna think, what if, what if Red Bull won that Singapore Grand Prix? Mm-hmm. What if they what if they just kept rolling mm-hmm. just their consecutive wins? And Red Bull's a very dominant team, but Mercedes never experienced dominance like this. No. Mercedes never One to the point where people were upset that Lewis Hamilton was winning. I mean, a bunch of You
0: you just weren't watching F1 when people were upset. Because did you not uh there I saw something today of Liberty Media being upset and in 2016-2017 that Mercedes dominance was making F1 not fun anymore?
1: Well, I mean them and them must be upset about about Red Red Bull too.
0: too. Yes, they are upset about Red Bull.
1: (laughs) What? they're they're just gonna gonna ban red bull from competing from from now on
0: well yeah banning red bull and then also having the potential because of banning andretti because they they couldn't so the andretti is most likely going to come to the grid fia has approved their bid so they will most likely be the, the 11th team 2025 I want to say is whenever the new engine comes in so 2026 but Liberty could be petty about it and just choose not to show the andretti car on TV so they have the rights to the TV deals and the cameras so they could be on the grid do that well they could you could you could put a black box just, just around the car. And I think that would be that would be so petty and so funny if they actually did do that. But there's no way you could possibly, like, get away with that. Why couldn't you get away with it? You own the TV rights <laughs> and the deals. But don't you have to pay Andretti for being in Formula One? Not Liberty Media. F1 does. So they just... So theoretically, you could have just a black square on the TV and liberty
1: (laughs) what about the type what if they win (laughs) yeah yeah
0: you would just have a black box on the podium it's just a it's just a rectangle that's what what you could have
1: What? why would they be petty about it though
0: because liberty media has uh might not want andretti in the on the on the grid
1: why not though like
0: i don't know because they're like oh it's the integrity of the sport or like it's history to only have 10 and they're like no that's not because they've had 12 they've had up to 16 there was one time in formula one that even if you had a team in formula one you might not even be racing sunday because there are that many yeah there
1: there was the one one that's where the 103 rule came from
0: Where if you were
1: what's the 103 if you were more than um so, like, it's like it's three percent more than the fastest time, so like the only person like in close relevance would be Nikita Mazepin, who was close to being disqualified from a race weekend for not it's like, I'd forget, but it's like if you're so slow that it's how they used to k- chop the grid off to twenty four teams or to to twenty four drivers because there there used to be like. 30 teams but only 24 drivers would race Mm -hmm. and so there would be like one weekend where like both your drivers would be in one driver would be in zero drivers would be in and it was just really interesting and so that's where the like that's where the rule of only like 24 drivers being on the on the track Mm -hmm. is
0: from okay gotcha well one team that they didn't have to black out this week was ferrari carlos Mm -hmm. Sainz, and Charles Leclerc actually had a really good race this week. They did. Um, Charles, not as much. They, he kind of got caught out in one of their pit stops where they double stacked him. Yeah. and They had to hold him as more cars went through. But Carlos Sainz put it on pole. Impressive weekend from him. And then those last like three laps with the Mercedes coming at them with new soft tires after they put it under the virtual safety car. And had two seconds faster pace with about seven laps to hunt them down, hunt the leaders down, was so much fun. But then he used Lando Lando as his little
1: decoy and slowed down to give Lando DRS. Yeah.
0: And then at one point he gave Lando DRS, but then um, kind of like threw him to the fish. It was like a bear chasing you down in the Mercedes and then it's you and your friend running away and Carlos is a little bit faster so he just like set up and gave, gave him to the wolves to eat but then he backed up and like you said gave him DRS so that he could continue to defend better and it was like a little DRS train at the front well, of the grid but well,
1: what about George Russell turning in to the go
0: Oh, when he just
1: and just bend it on the last lap of the race, you know, just just bend it on the last lap of the race because he felt like it. It was funny.
0: Oh, that was bad. It, he gave me very much Logan Sargent vibes because Logan did that earlier in the race mm-hmm. there. The Williams livery this week was dope. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. I don't know what that's from because I at it's first I thought golf, it was it's the Gulf. Oh, really. uh, OK, because I thought it looked reminiscent of McLaren's like baby blue. Uh-huh. And Orange? Is that yeah. where their golf Yeah, yeah,
1: that, that's the golf okay. livery. Because
0: I was like, oh, is that a McLaren out there? But, okay. Their golf livery was very cool. I liked it a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question, Ben. Are you familiar with Crashgate?
0: The... Uh, in 2009. Like, the one with um Alonzo and McLaren and, uh, and it was at Nelson PK that... Yes, in, in Singapore.
1: And so... If you don't know, crashgate is when they had Fernando Alonso's partner. So they pitted Fernando Alonso at a really weird time, and it would only make sense if there was a safety car, like, like that happened right then. And as soon as he started coming to pence, uh, his teammate crashed, and that put Fernando Alonso in the perfect position to win the race. So the whole joke with uh, a stroll. Crashing out during qualifying was—he got out of the car and was like, "Yeah, we did a good job." And then they were like, "No, you're supposed to crash during the race, not during qualifying." (laughs) So
0: yeah, what he did—he what did he go into surgery?
1: No, he just was because okay, his car was too broken to be fixed.
0: Okay, because he hit it at like 115 miles per hour. He was going fast.
1: If you saw it from the
0: fan point of view, it looks like he.
1: Should be like,
0: yeah, good on the FIA and Formula One for the safety measurements they've put in. I know 100%. I'm glad we don't have two drivers die in a year now. Watched Rush on the way back on the flight, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was Nikki Lauda who's like, Oh, yeah, each year two drivers die in Formula One. I was like, That's a stupid stat that Formula One used to have.
1: It was, it used to be like more common, like people. Like, do you remember why Mercedes left F1? So Mercedes was in F1 for like 10 years before they came back in like the 2000s. What made them stop doing F1 is they had a massive wreck. And one of the tires, like like a couple of the tires flew off of the Mercedes and killed like 17 people in the stands. Yeah,
0: that shouldn't be a thing. Like, But it was the 1950s. It just stuff happened. Yeah, people didn't care about their safety, and everyone smoked four packs a day.
1: Well, the fifties, the fifties were an interesting time, you know. You never knew if you were going to
0: a sports event, you may get killed. Yeah, well, I'm glad I'm not watching Formula One then.
1: Well, I mean, if you even think about it, if if like the safety precautions weren't like followed to a T last last year, uh, Joe would have killed people. Because have you seen, yeah. have you seen the the view from the British Grand Prix, the fans that were sitting right where Joe like car rolled up? Yeah. If that chain
0: link fence wasn't there, like it would have killed like 30 people. Yeah. Everyone had to go change their underwear after that as well. I would have had to change Because the car just It'd be appeared. like, oh shit. <laughs> Look at this massive, almost like 800 pound vehicle just tumbling towards me. They, they saw their life flash before their eyes. But, yeah, yeah uh, I'm glad safety and precautions are here. And, like,
1: do you know what's another crazy thing is how many people boycotted the Halo and said the Halo ruins F1. It ruins the way, like, the F1 cars look, and it's it's so stupid. But now, like, you think about all the people who have been saved by the Halo. You got Hamilton in um, – Hamilton – when Verstappen crashed into him in Monza. You have Joe, who doesn't, like, snap his neck because the car flipped on him. Roman Grosjean, who didn't get decapitated by the barrier. There's just so many other examples of how the Halo, like, saved people. Yeah, we
0: should, uh, for next week, we'll have to figure out how many people would have died if uh, the safety precautions weren't involved kind of a morbid episode. Well, I think that's partly why um Hamilton's seven titles isn't going to be I think his ability or like some other driver's ability to get to seven eight world titles is going to be plausible because drivers are just living longer.
1: I mean yeah that's kind of really dark. I mean because Senna Senna would have made it to eight titles. Yeah but his okay so they were talking about it and the way stroll's accident happened it very could have ended up like senna mm-hmm. so it was just re- really scary stuff
0: okay you know? yeah we'll see if i uh <laughs> we leave the <this> center or <laughs> take it out <laughs> um but yeah so uh moving on with the race uh we've talked about Liam Lawson cuz he had a fantastic race weekend um put it into q3 out qualified yuki again out uh performed him on the weekend got his first points in formula one i think conspiracy time the alphatari seat they've swapped out they've been given uh, yuki's car swapped him out for the other alphatari that nick DeFries used to have and is now trying to push, uh, give Yuki the worst car so that it makes it easier for them to get rid of Yuki at the end of the season. And be like, hey, Liam's come in here. He's outperformed you already. And that way they can keep Liam and Danny, Danny Rick for next year.
1: So do you think Daniel Ricardo is just going to be the... Do you think they're going to equalize the cars and just make Daniel Ricardo the pace setter to see if they're actually like legit?
0: On... Like next week in Suzuka? No, Liam Lawson's still in Suzuka.
1: No, I'm talking about next year. I'm saying when Daniel Ricardo
0: comes back, yeah. do you
1: think they equalize the cars and they just let Daniel Ricardo be the pace setter for these rookies?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think it's going to be a good benchmark for Liam Lawson to compete against. And then if he beats Danny, then they're both competing for that second Red Bull seat. Because mm-hmm. that's what's up. Even though I think that Lando Norris is going to go to Red Bull next year.
1: Here's the thing with Lando Norris going to Red Bull. I don't think he can do good in a Red Bull. I don't think he can do good in any car but a McLaren. Explain. So, you remember how when Daniel Ricciardo came back, and Christian Horner said they like messed up Daniel Ricciardo and the way he drove. That McLaren car is so different to drive than any other car mm-hmm. that that's the reason why they have to bring in rookies. Really good rookies, but that's the reason why rookies have to come in and win with the McLaren because it's not it's it's not something you can change your driving style from.
0: Yeah, uh you you can. Carlos Sainz did when he was partnering Lando and when Carlos Sainz went over to Ferrari, he had success there and was able to convert and uh, convert his driving style to the Ferrari. And yeah, I remember the story with um, Carlos Sainz talking with Danny Rick when he went over to McLaren and was like, hey, that car uh, car's really odd to drive, right? And Danny's like, yeah, it is. So, yeah, that's just
1: such a weird thing to have to worry about with your drivers.
0: Yeah, so but I think Lando has the talent to adjust and is young enough that he will be able to make that switch. And people are really hot on him, so I think that he'll end up at Red Bull.
1: How many more years do you think Max Verstappen has in F1? Uh, 24,
0: 25, 26. 26 is going 20 to be the main year that that I'm looking looking at so he's he's going going to be in here for at least least those two years 25 25, or 24 25 for for the next next two seasons seasons. probably going to get his five world titles with Red Red Bulls Bulls. um the The 25 25 might be up in in, might might be something to look at at, but I think he he definitely definitely wins next next year year. but But it's it's the 2026 regulations that if Red Bull doesn't hit them I don't, I don't think, think that, that Max, Max wants to be there, there through for another, another rebuild.
1: I don't think he wants to be
0: there like right now, to be honest. <laughs> Do you need me to elaborate? Yeah, sweet. Also, uh, yeah, I hear your your water, your ice. <laughs> this isn't an ASMR. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure
1: this is an ASMR? <laughs> no, um... No, Max just seems so bored at the current moment. Like he just is just doesn't want to be there anymore. Like like at a current race weekend, like he just if you look at him and you look at him through the interviews, he just meh, yeah. I mean it's because no one's challenging him. Yeah, I mean we're winning. I mean, it's just it's cool. And then he says he's he's a cha- he's accomplished everything. All he needs is just one more uh world championship to uh to, uh, for to beat nelson pk
0: what for oh
1: wait no who's ever the dad of his his
0: girlfriend because his girlfriend's dad has two world championships okay so he's just looking for three i don't mm-hmm. know who his girlfriend's dad is it's pk okay kelly pk oh is he is it pk what i said is it pk yeah I, it's, it's i'm kelly. not familiar it's like kelly. i know kind of what she looks like but it's kelly pk yeah, I just know he she was the, and then
1: she has a she has former, a, she has a son with Daniel Kiviat. Have you ever heard yeah. the Daniel Kiviat thing? Like what Max has done to Daniel Kiviat? Yeah,
0: we've talked about this before.
1: Yeah, I still think it's just crazy. Yeah, he, he took his
0: job, took his girl, took his girl, and
1: then took his kid,
0: and took his house too. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy to think about. Yeah, no, wild Max. Wanted to just destroy Kiviat's life, and he did that. And Kiviat's on the outside, looking in, just hiding in the bushes, staring at Max playing with his child in front of the fire. That's crazy. So, yeah, um, I yeah, wild. So then, uh, the big thing is Mercedes back. No, no,
1: they just can't start a race, and they can finish a race like no one's business. But they can't start a race. They're just so mid throughout the middle part and the beginning of a race. It's mm-hmm. just, it kind of makes them irrelevant
0: for challenging for a win. Mm-hmm. I I did think that they were going to catch them. And then once George struggled to get through Lando Norris, because they got past Le- Leclerc pretty handily and pretty quick. Well, um,
1: Le- Leclerc is the worser driver of Charles and charles and uh, carlos you're well, really
0: gonna put carlos above um, ferrari
1: yes over over the time where they've both been at ferrari carlos Sainz has beaten him more times out of the year uh, when they've both been on the same like team. on on
0: sunday or
1: on sunday and over the year
0: that is not true it is
1: Leclerc beat him in the driver's championship last year Yeah, but then the previous
0: two years Carlos Sainz has beaten LeClaire Alright, I'm gonna look this up So, head-to-head Charles has more points this year He does? Yeah, 20 So, 2020 uh, Sainz has 105 to 98 2021 Sainz had 171 to 169 Last year uh, was the 308 to 246, and then 2023, it's 123 to 142 in Carlos's favor. So, yes, for the past three out of the four seasons, Carlos has more points. I'm, I'm just telling you, he is better. He is more consistent and finishes more races, yes. No, he's better. He's not the faster driver. He is. I'll take, I'll still take Charles. I'll take Carlos Sainz. Give him a, give him a different Ferrari car and we'll be good. What do you um, mean different Ferrari car? So, all-time uh, Grand Prix fin- positions head-to-head when both drivers compete in the same GP. Charles, has beaten him 64 to 54. And then do, yeah, this uh, formula1points.com is actually a pretty cool website. And then overall, uh, Charles has five wins to Carlos's two. Um, 1,000 points to Carlos's 931 all time. Um, Charles has 20 pulls to Carlos's five. Uh, 27 podiums
1: to become race wins. You know, Max Verstappen has more race wins off Charles Leclerc polls than Max Verstappen pulled to race wins.
0: Yeah, because of the 2022 20, uh, season where Ferrari had great qualifying and great pace, just not race pace. And they still just uh, are not the good. So Carlos also has um, about uh, 60 more... GPs that he's competed in and average points finished per GP is 8.48 for Charles and 5.23 for Carlos. So yeah, recently. Yes. But I think Carlos has a higher floor. Um, Charles has the higher ceiling. No. All right. Well, (laughs) that's that uh we'll see how they continue to go but i think charles just has uh more potential than carlos carlos has no all right final thoughts on the singapore grand prix
1: um you know it was an it was an interesting race and it was like it was it was fun to listen to, fun to watch, and it like it brought more excitement than a normal race
0: weekend does. But in the end,
1: Miss Red Bull on top.
0: Yep, same here. Uh, they'll probably regain their dominance when they go to Suzuka next week. We have the Japanese Grand Prix, and it is the return of Sebastian Vettel, who's planning eleven. Beehives over in Japan which is cool so he'll be on the down in the paddock and Red Bull has an opportunity to clinch both the drivers and the constructors championships next week
1: he really does and that's that's an exciting thing to see about because that's not the first time Suzuka has been the like
0: end-all be-all yeah James Hunt Nikilada that's where James, James Hunt got, got his, his first and only title, title.
1: Yeah, but he only needed one.
0: No, no only one. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for hopping on, Nick. I'm glad we're done with our hiatus, and it's good to be back in person with you again.
1: It is. It is. It really is.
0: All right. Well, with that, I believe your engine is going into uh, stuck in first gear.
1: We need to box, box. Box box, retire the car, retire the car.